This podcast is proudly brought to you by Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile. You can visit them at www.soulstreetcoffee.com. And Anchor, the premier podcast hosting platform. Are you interested in launching your own podcast? Please visit them at anchor.fm. Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career, and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting fight in Texas ag who ever lived reveals his life as the on-field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game-changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics, and remains the youngest starting college athlete ever. He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas on for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the greatest amateur sports story of all time. The Rebel Walk is your source for the best coverage of Ole Miss sports. You can follow our good friend, Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie, and you can follow The Rebel Walk on Twitter at The Rebel Walk. Be sure to check out their website at www.therebelwalk.com. We are pleased to be partnered with our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. The mission of I'm Changing the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as an inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel speaks to athletes about taking back the headlines for good, showing them that they have the power to change the narrative and to find their purpose in life outside of their sport. To live lives of purpose, passion and platform. Just like her inspiration, Alabama and NFL star, Kevin Turner did before he succumbed to ALS and CTE. For more information please visit www.iamchangingthenarrative.org Welcome into our off-season mini-series for the Southeastern Conference 2020 season. Hi everyone. I am Summer, and I want to thank you for joining us. I am pleased to be joining Kenneth as we prepare to cover the 2021 season in the best conference in college football. In this mini-podcast series, we will look back and get a big-picture perspective about each team's season in 2020 and then do a deeper dive into their numbers with our new and improved databases. In Part 1, we will look back at how each team finished the 2020 season and highlight some players that signed in recruiting or the transfer portal. Think of National Signing Day whether in December or February like the NFL Draft and the Transfer Portal like NFL Free Agency. In Part 2, after we have gone back through the entire 2020 season, we will have a report card for each team in several key categories. In this episode, we will be looking at the 2020 Georgia Bulldogs. And let's get right into the 2020 Georgia Bulldogs in their conference play. Georgia played nine conference games. They weren't able to play the season finale against uh, Vanderbilt due to COVID protocols. So we're going to get into the analysis here in just a moment. But the burning question for me about this um, Georgia Bulldog program is simply this. Who are you? No, really. Who are you? Are you the defense that allowed 19.9 points per game? 
or are you the defense that in the four most important quarters in your season gave up a combined 59 points? 21 points in the second half on the road against Alabama. And in the cocktail party against Florida gave up 38 first half points. Who are you on offense? Are you the offense that averaged 33.2 points per game? Or are you the team that struggled on offense to put up 20 points against Auburn? Seven of those points came against, um, came by the way of a pick six interception. So really your offense only accounted for uh, 21 points. And against Kentucky on the road, and it wasn't due to suspensions. It wasn't due to COVID outbreak. It wasn't due to um, bad weather. You put up 14 points against Kentucky. Well, Kenneth, um, JT Daniels only started uh, the last couple of games for the Bulldogs. And in those ball games, they scored 31, 45, and 49. But I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to name the three teams that they beat and stop me when you hear a really good um, defense that they played against. Ole Miss, we know about Ole Miss's struggles on defense. South Carolina had uh, fired Will Muschamp, so they were being coached by an interim head coach at the time. And Missouri. Missouri did not have a lights-out defense, so I don't know what JT Daniels is as a quarterback yet. We'll find that out in the very first game of the season in 2021, but we'll get to that at the end of the uh, podcast here. Let's take a look at this um, Georgia offense from 2020 and really kind of just break down where that they really struggle. We know that they played, um, they started three different quarterbacks. And overall, the the completion percentage for the Georgia Bulldogs quarterbacks was 56.6%. That is not championship level um, quarterback play. This team averaged 232.8 yards per game through the air. Definitely not going to get it done against high caliber offenses. Now, here's going to be the rub, if you will. On the season, they averaged 39 rushes per game and 188.6 yards per game. 4.6 yards, uh, yards per carry. Really good, right? Well, let's see whether they uh, when did they start to rack up those numbers. When the last two ball games against South Carolina and Missouri, they ran the ball 46 times against South Carolina and 45 times against Missouri. 332 yards against South Carolina, 316 against Missouri. Sounds great, right? <laughs> Look at who they got that against. Let's take a look at some other games where they didn't run the ball. 42 carries against Arkansas for 121 yards. Not going to get it done. 50 carries against Tennessee and couldn't crack 200 yards. 193, 3.9 yards per carry. Against Auburn, 45 carries to get to 202 yards but only a 4.5 yards per carry. 
at some point, we got to stop talking about this Georgia Bulldog program as being on the same plateau as Ohio State, as Clemson, as Alabama, and possibly even Oklahoma. At some point, you're going to have to get it done. And what I saw from the 2020 version of the Georgia Bulldogs is this. In big-time spots, and Kirby's starting to get that Jimbo Fisher-ish reputation um, with me is in big-time games against big-time opponents, you come up short. It's time to stop coming up short, Kirby. Let's take a look at this Georgia defense. Like I said, 19.9 points per game. That is championship level on average. Pass defense, suspect. Opponents on average completed 66% of their passes. Average 253 uh, yards per game through the air. Now, you're going to tell me, well, let's take a look at their rush defense. On average, their opponents ran the ball 30 times on average for 69.3 yards per game. Fantastic, right? 2.1 yards per carry. Once again, fantastic, right? Let's dig deeper into those numbers and see who did they shut down, so to speak. Well, They shut down, and excuse me, let me go back real quick to the offense. I said Ole Miss, I, I'm sorry, I meant to say Mississippi State. Um, that was that was an error on my part there. So, um, so, against Mississippi State, a team that doesn't run the ball at all, 14 attempts, 22 yards. Playing Mississippi State is going to be really good for your rush defense against Florida. They held Florida to under 100 yards. Fantastic. Against Kentucky, a really good rush offense. They gave up 138 and gave up 147 against Alabama. So rush defense was was where this team hung their hat, so to speak. And I talked about it on the podcast quite a bit that I said that this front seven for the Georgia Bulldogs was the best in the country. These kind of numbers bear that out. Yards per game um, allowed, 322.8. Really good um, uh, total team defense. 4.7 yards per play. Once again, fantastic. But here's the one thing that I, I, I will point out. This Georgia defense did not uh, turn opponents over enough. They were minus one in turnover differential. You're not going to win championships uh, when you're turning the ball over more than you're taking the ball away. They uh, committed 13 turnovers and they only forced 12. And six of those came against Arkansas in week one, and Tennessee in week three. Against Alabama and against Florida, they were only able to force two turnovers in those ball games. 
against your better opponents, you got to turn them over, and you, then you got to take advantage of those turnovers. So, kind of, kind of putting a bow on this 2020 season. It's going to be this. Georgia, it, it, it's time to to step up and stop talking like you've won something you haven't. And until you get into a high-powered, high-pressured situation and win and in that long championship drought, you're just another team to me like Nebraska, like Michigan, like Notre Dame, who continues to live off something that you did 40 years ago. It's time to step up. Taking a look at the uh, Georgia Bulldogs in recruiting, and everybody knows that Kirby Smart is an A-list recruiter, and that continues to be the case. I'm going to highlight two um, players in this incoming class that will need to be immediate impacts on both the offense and defense based on where they're losing guys. Now, uh, both Stokes and the other corner um, will be going into the um, NFL draft here. So a name that I'm going to be looking out for is a young man right there in Covenant, Georgia, um, out of Newton High School, Nolan Green, 6'2", 283-pound cornerback, rated as a um, high-level four-star recruit. I expect him to come in and push for uh, playing time at one of the three cornerback positions uh, early on in his career. He's going to need to because of what they're losing to the NFL draft. On the offensive side, a young man that I got to see a little bit here in the um, greater Nashville area out of uh, Antioch, Tennessee, um, suburb right outside of Nashville at uh, Cambridge High School, Adani Mitchell, 6'390-pound wide receiver, rated as a three-star. Got to be honest, I, I think he's probably a little bit better than that. Um has good burst, and I think um, he's going to wind up pushing for some playing time um, at the wide receiver spot. And honestly, they may need him to to get on the field uh, with some injuries that um, they they suffered at the wide receiver spot. So, what I want to find out from the Georgia Bulldogs is: Are you? Finally ready, and I, the the cornerback name that I blinked on, the other cornerback is Tyson Campbell, um, also going into the NFL draft. So wanted to make sure that I did mention that. I just had that a little bit further down in my notes. So Georgia, in high-power games in 2021, and you get going right out of the gate with one of the three teams that you will eventually have to beat to win a national championship. We're talking Ohio State, we're talking Clemson, and we're talking Alabama. You have the opportunity in 2021 to correct a lot of misconceptions about you and your program. Go beat Clemson week one, run the table, 
likely play Alabama in the SEC championship game. If you get to Atlanta undefeated with a win over Clemson, even if you lose the SEC championship game, you give yourself an opportunity to still get into the college football playoffs with, if that's the case, being your only loss. Then get in the playoffs and go 2-0. and I mean, that's pretty much going to be it. It can't be, well, we won against a three seed or, or something like that. No, get into the tournament and then go win the tournament. And I want to say, as we wrap up this um, podcast for the Georgia Bulldogs, I want to say a good friend, say hello to a good friend of mine, the Georgia Dog, uh, host of the uh, Southern Gentleman Sports Show. I've had the pleasure of being on that show since the start of the 2020 college football season. And I can't thank uh, my good friend, Georgia Dog, uh, for allowing me that opportunity. It is always a pleasure to go on the show. I've had the Georgia Dog on our podcast, breaking down some of the Georgia Bulldog games, and I fully expect him to be back on again in the 2021 season. So love you, brother, and can't thank you enough for the opportunity that you have given me to be on your show. So as I wrap up this um, podcast for the um, 2020 Part 1 Georgia Bulldogs, as my good friend would say, we're just going to be doggone. We hope that you have enjoyed this special episode as we get ready for the 2021 college football seasons. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By giving us a five-star rating helps to get the word out about the show. Be sure to head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. Please give a follow to our good friend Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie and her fantastic site at The Rebel Walk. We are also proud to support our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. For more information, please visit www.inchangingthenarrative.org. Be sure to check our good friends at Whitwell Sports. Their mission is simple, to provide the best product and service to their customers. They take great pride in their company, their commitment to customer service, and in the product they sell. Their website is www.witwillsports.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Title Towel. Be sure that catch Kenneth breaking down the game of the week in the SEC on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show with the Georgia Dog, Pac-12 Dave, Nolcore, Irish Bill, Tiger Mike, and Ms. Callie Cash on the ticket 850 where you can stream the show at www.wearesportsradio.com. Also be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at Time underscore Advantage. In closing, we want to say thank you for listening to this preview for this weekend's games. And remember whether it is the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or the SEC and Mid-America Conferences in college football. Because we are the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network and we are here to help you find your sports advantage. For Kenneth and the entire team here at the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network, this is summer and a wonderful day everybody.